Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Right now, we want to talk about home ownership, which is a dream for an awful lot of people. And we've talked about the real estate situation here in this city and uh, and how there are people from the GTA, and you hear about this all the time in commercials and in news stories, that are looking at Hamilton now as an alternative. Well, uh, our next guests uh, did just that. Uh, they were living in Toronto and decided that uh, Hamilton offered all kinds of opportunity. This was going to be a dream come true for them. But it's in some ways turned into a bit of a nightmare. And uh, it's you've got to hear the story because there's a life lesson here that hopefully you can benefit from and maybe avoid some of the pitfalls. Uh, Jenna and uh, Nicholas are here with us. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming in today, guys. It's great to meet you in, in person. No, thanks for having us. Uh, let's uh, let's start at the beginning, if we could, Jenna, about exactly how you guys came here. Now, you're uh, from Toronto. Well, you were yes. living in Toronto. Yep. Okay, and you're initially from Mississauga. And uh, Nicholas, you were born... In Toronto. Okay, but you spent some time outside the country. Yeah, I lived um, for most of my life uh, in a suburb of Detroit, uh, Northville. Okay. Uh, is that near Southfield? Um, kind of, yeah. Pr- pretty close. Pretty. I remember uh, going there with my son for hockey tournaments. Uh, yeah, I know the area <laughs> quite well. So uh, it, it, when your kid's about 8 or 10 or 12 years old, you just know every other city you ever visited. Just all you know is where the arena is. But So, so <laughs> I know the area. And, and I, as I mentioned to you, I had relatives in Detroit for the longest time as well. Mm-hmm. It's a great city. But anyway, you guys got together and you, were, you had a condo in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, downtown? Yep, we were right at uh, Lakeshore and Ellis. Okay. So, yep. so we, we bought a condo two years ago. Uh, we were in there for about two years, and we decided it was time to upgrade. Uh, we just got married, mm-hmm. um, thinking of starting a family, so we knew we needed more space, and a detached home in Toronto was definitely out of our budget, so we started looking elsewhere. And how did you choose Hamilton? Uh, we actually have a lot of friends who, who've come from Toronto. You've got family in this area, don't you? Yep, and we have family in Grimsby as well, so okay. we wanted to be closer to them. Okay, so you started looking around in Hamilton. Uh, and we'll cut to the quick here, Nicholas. You you, you chose a house in the stadium precinct, uh, which is a, right. a great neighborhood, some yeah, fabulous beautiful. houses there. And and you guys are pretty happy. I mean, it's move-in day. It's November. It's just a couple of months, a weeks ago, rather. And and you move in. And and you, I guess you're loving the house, are you? Yeah, it's absolutely great to have uh, a little bit of room to stretch out. Finally, Jenna and I aren't always in the same room. <laughs> um, a bit of a, a change for us there. Um, but absolutely everything about uh, the neighborhood from the street to the stadium, the local watering hole, great craft beer, you know, like absolutely everything here is fantastic. So Except for uh, one you're thing. You're singing, <laughs> singing to the choir here because I was born and raised here. And I, I, I know I, how much you, I, I love the city. And I know everybody who comes here says, wow, I didn't know that about Hamilton. So you guys are a great success story. Then it's <laughs> then, then let's move to the next chapter. Then sure. it started happening. Explain what was what started going on. Well, it's not much of a then as it was uh, the very first day. Really, um, even s- when you were unpacking, it, it, we're actually in the process of uh, unpacking. So the movers were still uh, putting a few things through the front door when I noticed a uh, pickup truck kind of roll to a stop uh, up front. Um, There's two guys. And I'm like, you know what? You know how when um, you move into a new place and the neighbors are always like, oh, who's that over yeah. there? You oh, know, yeah. kind of rubbernecking. And I was like, oh. Obviously, these are our neighbors. So, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. I get to meet them. Like, first thing. I was like, hey, guys, how's it going? They're like, deadpan. Is this house vacant? I'm like, no. I mean, I guess it was for a little bit. You know, it was on the market. Um, But today, we're moving in. You know, um, thanks for having us in your neighborhood. And you're like, well, I hate to break it to you. Um, We're uh, responding to an ad from Craigslist. Um, This house is... uh, listed for $800 a month and uh, they're asking for the deposit uh, over uh, the internet 
and uh, we were just checking it out to see uh, if it's true. So, are you guys planning on moving out? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> as, as you're literally moving furniture in, this guy yeah, wants yeah. you to move out. Um, so, I mean, I, at first I was in a little bit of disbelief. Um, they actually showed me on their phone the ad, and I was like, holy cow, that is our house. And those are the exact same photos that were from the MLS listing. You know how uh, real estate yeah. sales reps will uh, disseminate them over uh, online. You can pretty much, it could be any house really. Sure. Right. Um, but it was our house and it had our address in the subject line of this Craigslist listing. Um, I want to share that on air, but has it's so weird to see your address listed for rent without your knowledge especially at a price for $800 a month. I'm like, wow, maybe we should just, you know, rent this place. (laughs) (laughs) Now, let me back up just a sec then, Jen. Did did you, you you bought this from a reputable agent? Yes, of course. Yeah, we've been working with You went through the quote unquote usual process. Yes, we worked with the best real estate agent ever. She was, she was amazing. So yes, we've, we've gone lawyers, everything, everything Mm -hmm. was, uh, all, all set. Um, the purchase had gone through. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we all the eyes, used the lawyers and everything. There was no, sh- yeah. it's not like the TV commercials like, oh, you yeah, should have used went, went you know, major no. bank, you know. <laughs> we, we used the, lo- the same lawyer that we had used to purchase our condo. Okay. So, That's right. Um, so yeah, there's a trust level there. Yeah. Of course. And, and, 100%. and they were in contact with the previous owners who uh, I think had it basically in the family for close to 30 years. Yep. You know, yeah. so it hasn't changed hands a lot. I don't think, I do not believe that it was tenanted at any point. No. You know, it, this whole rental thing is just out of the blue for mm-hmm. this particular property. Okay, so this is a bizarre incident, and it's on moving day for you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I guess, Nicholas, if it had been the only time it happened, maybe you could have just put it behind you. But... Yeah, we um, even just that day, I, I think we got a, we had a couple of people, mm-hmm. uh, maybe three or four parties. Um, by the end of the day, we were kind of like, aha, you know, it's uh, I guess it's the door. I guess we'll go get it and tell them what's going on. You know, there's a scam going on. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but, you know, this is our place. That uh, kept going pretty consistently for about the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, we did experience a bit of a lull. Um, and then things have recently gotten a little bit worse. Yeah. I so was... how do you handle it? What did you do about this? Well, I mean, when people come to the door... Um, We've noticed recently it's almost as if they don't believe that we're the owners of the house. Um, they, you know, they say to us, like, but it's for rent. And I've, I've seen the photos and I know you have a, a garage in the back and I know what the inside of your house looks like. So as a homeowner, that's, that's very, creepy, isn't it? it's yeah. very unsettling. It's very unsettling. So we've we've been in contact with the police. But unfortunately, people coming to our door, that's not considered a criminal activity. So in order for anyone to be charged, there needs to be somebody who has given money to the scammer. That person needs to contact the police and then they can open up some sort of investigation. But people just coming to our door is a nuisance. It's no, not a crime. Can, yeah. There's nothing that they can do. Have, have any way that you can look into how this is happening? I mean, how did it appear on Craigslist in the first place? So we do have we do have um, a name of the person that's running the scam. We have his email address. Um, as recently as Saturday, we had someone come to the door and they showed us a piece of paper um, with an address. It was an address for somewhere in the Philippines. But same name. <laughs> the same name, and that is that is supposedly where the money is supposed to be transferred to. So we do have all that information. Um, but unfortunately, until there is mm-hmm. evidence that money has been transferred, there's just nothing right. that can be done. And and he's had pretty much the same story throughout all the victims uh, mm-hmm. who have come come to us uh, to visit our, the house and check it out. Basically, the idea is that he's saying that he's out on business. He's um, in Brampton. 
um, that, uh, you know, just drive by the house. Um, it'll be vacant. Don't worry. I think mm-hmm. he's altered his story a little bit because at first it yeah. was vacant and now it's Jen and I are going to be moving out um, today, actually, yeah, according had, to the latest story. We've had three people. We've actually had someone who called the real estate agent who sold us the house to ask him for details about how they could move in. So we, we it's gotten to the point where people think they're going to move into our house. Have they given this guy money? Do you know? Um, We've had one. So the person who came last month, Monday, they said they were out $1,100. They had already transferred the money. And we told them to go to the police, but as far as we know, they haven't. Because they're so, the ones being scammed. I mean, yes. you, guys right. are, you guys are being inconvenienced. Yeah, they're, they're the real victims, frankly. They're, yeah. they're losing money. Yeah. What a what, what this is bizarre. It's so bizarre. And and you got to figure I mean <laughs> uh, if, if they're doing it to your address you wonder how many other addresses this this guy's using. Yeah. Well this this uh scam um is very common not just in Hamilton. Uh it happens in Toronto where I would argue is probably a bit more prevalent um mm-hmm. due to the concentration of people and frankly the uh the competition for rentals. Now people are putting out like dating profiles to be the perfect renter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So when you when you see some uh, a, a listing for a too good to be true price on a rental in a great area, you're going to, you know, you, you'll take certain steps to kind of for put your uh, suspension of disbelief in the back of your mind. Right. You're going to be like, I hope this is real, you know, and you're going to kind of buy into that fiction. What can you do? Has anybody given you advice? I mean, you've got a friend, uh, you're obviously the realtor that you know. You, you've mm-hmm. developed a relationship. Your mm-hmm. lawyer, obviously, you have talked to. Yep. Uh, have, have they given you any advice on how to deal with this? I mean, you'd like to see this stop. Yeah. I mean, right now, um, we have a sign on our door <laughs> <laughs> that says, like, if you're here for the, for, you know, to look for a place for rent, this place is not for rent. It's private property. Here's the case number. Here's the number for the police. Please contact them. Um, I think we've gotten to the point where if people come to our door, we, we don't want to talk to them. This is our house. This is yeah. our private property. We have nothing to say. You just need to call the police. Right. So I guess And the, that's all we can do. So I guess the step one would be indeed to contact the police. If you're in our position, contact the police, set up a uh, incident number uh, so people can start adding to that case. Same goes if you're um, a rent seeker. And you and you want to uh, find a place, right? So if you feel like you've been scammed, that's the first thing you do is you call your local police. You cu- cut off contact with these people. You don't want them to like kind of, you know, you don't want to be like, oh hey, you know, I'm gonna get you, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You want to kind of keep it easy and then just cut off contact so the police can actually have a chance of uh, getting in touch with this uh, individual. But you've given them all the information you have, the the email right. address, and, yeah. and uh, we've we've reported pretty much every single visitor uh, to the point that I hope they're not getting too annoyed with us. But no, it bears noting that we have to. Yeah, every time someone comes, we we do call, and we're working with the particular officer who has been really great. She's yeah, she's explained the situation to us. She's very kindly said, you know, there's nothing we can do until it's a criminal investigation. Mm-hmm. But she's been very very supportive. Yeah. So we're just we're in touch with her almost every day. And, and I have <laughs> to say, our our uh, local ward counselor, uh, yeah, Matthew, Matthew Green, Green uh, has yeah, been it's ward three. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he definitely helped us out. He um, did yeah. by uh, pushing uh, advocating for us. Um, with uh, the police. Yep. It, it's, it's getting beyond irritating, though. I mean, it, it, it's a little frightening when the, this starts happening day and night. Well, yeah, it was it was particularly scary. Um, on Tuesday, there was someone who came to the house, and they were... I was obviously home. I had the TV on. They could see the lights on, but I was home alone. It was dark. I didn't want to answer the door. And they were banging, like, aggressively on the door. And I didn't answer it. I went upstairs. I could see the car parked outside. It, it stopped for a couple minutes, and then it started again, just like, banging banging on the door so I called 
I called our realtor who actually happens to live really close to us. <laughs> and by the time she got there, the, the person had obviously left, but she stayed with me until Nick got home. I, I was actually really, really scared. And um, we, we have an alarm system. We make sure it's always on, but it's, it's very unsettling to be in your own home and to have this happen. Yeah. I mean, you guys came in here today. I hope there's somebody sitting in the house for you. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> well, there, there you go. Yeah. It, no, that's, it's, like I say, it gets beyond irritating to the point yeah. where it, it becomes almost like a safety issue. You guys are yeah. concerned. And I think justifiably so. Yeah, I mean, that that particular incident on Tuesday made my blood boil because I was on the go train at, at Aldershot, completely helpless to help Jenna. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy, apparently, um, who knew details from that night that nobody else could have known, had showed up on Friday night, I think it was, uh, with the most recent incident. I, I have to say, I kind of let him have it at, at some point. Um, it gets to the point where it's not just people... Uh, trying to get in contact with us in good faith it's it kind of feels like they might be getting a little bit more irate and getting out yeah they're getting belligerent with you that's right Right. so and you're not the ones just scamming them exactly but you know what like it's it's sometimes it's you want to believe that it's the person that you can see that's that's you know orchestrating this or something right or has information or, or something like that but really we don't have any more than we've given to the police and these people just need to contact the police if they have. Uh, can you? I, I, I've never used Craigslist. Can you? Is there a number you can call to say take the house off my uh, phone? Oh, they. Yeah, um, it's it's so yeah. as soon as like the day we moved in, we contacted Craigslist. Our realtor contacted Craigslist. So the ad is down. Okay. Um. So as Nick said, there was a lull in people coming to our house, but now it's it's come Why up again. Why is it coming up again if there's no so, ad? So well, we think I, it has to be posted somewhere else. Yeah. Um, where it's posted, we have no idea. We don't think that it's something that's posted with mm-hmm. the address. It might just be posted with like a generic headline right. and the photos. And then when the people contact John Rempel, he gives them the address and they come to our house. And but it, we haven't seen anything. But it's it's definitely reposted because mm-hmm. it, it just started up again last week. God, I, I feel so badly for you guys. <laughs> it's just... Welcome to Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you guys chose Hamilton. I, I, you got no, a we gr- are too. You got a great neighborhood, and, and it's, I'm sure it's a fabulous house. Uh, I'll, I, I just wish this thing would go away for you. I mean, what a bizarre story. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's truly weird, but everything else about moving to the city has been really great. We're really, we're really happy here. Yeah. We do it yeah. again. Except for <laughs> this one thing. Except for this yeah, one thing. Pretty much this one little thing. One little thing. One yeah. Little thing. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully that one little thing will go away. Good yes. luck. Uh, continue good luck Thanks, with this. Yeah. I hope they can get this thing resolved and, and catch this clown that's doing this to you, and God knows who else, because if it's happening with your house, you can imagine. Uh, but it it goes to the point that we've talked about with uh, Hamilton Police Services about scams that go on on an ongoing mm-hmm. basis. And, and clearly you guys have been victimized, and I guess a lot of other people are getting taken in by this too. Uh, Stay in touch, and, and if there's anything we can do at this end, obviously. But let's hope for a happy ending on this. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Thank Great you to very have you much. here. Thanks Thank you. so much. Uh, and a word to the wise. And, and as Nicholas said, if it's happening to you or you find yourself in a circumstance like that, call the police. At least get it on the record, and hopefully they can go from there. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.